This one might be hard for you, I'm not sure. Name any NXT rookie from the past five seasons. Titus O'Neil. That is correct. Byron? Byron Saxton. Didn't see that coming. Titus? Alex Raleigh. Correct. Michael McGillicuddy. Correct. Husky Harris. Correct. David Tunga. Correct. Daniel Bryan. Correct. Wade Barrett. Correct. Eli Cottonwood. Wow. Correct. Brodus Clay. Correct. Johnny Curtis. Correct. The winner. Derek Bateman. Uh oh. Byron Saxton. He was said already. I'm sorry, Titus, you're out. The future is now. Welcome back to another episode of Half K NXT. It's your boy, Nando Kid. You got 90 airheads in there? <laughs> oh, I, I, I used to have 90 airheads. Now it's just like, now it's just like uh, napkins. <laughs> oh, snap. It's not even airheads in there. And your boy, Larry Cannon. And we got a special guest today, a special guest, a dignitary even. Wow. Yeah, I know you weren't ready for that one. You weren't ready for these this this vernacular that's spectacular. <laughs> we got our boy, the one, the only, Mark Swoggle. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? It's uh, going well. Good. Yeah, we um we told you we we're gonna do some random episodes where we're gonna bring in some special guests, and this is when we this is when we do it. <laughs> this is one of the most special dude. This is actually what this is a person that you've known longer in your life than your family, right? Uh, or like as like the only person you've known <laughs> in life. Okay. The only person you've known in life longer is your family, right? I guess. Come on. I, I guess. Who else you know longer than Mark? I guess technically you're right when it comes to my nephew, since he's only two. Yeah. See. <laughs> and then yeah, I've known Mark probably for like thirty plus years now. Oh my god. See, yeah. look. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap your heads around that. All right. Long time. It is a very especially long when you're only like 28. <laughs> Wait, are you saying we're 28? <laughs> only in only in podcasts. Oh, right, right, exactly. All righty. Actually, what for? Well, we should be like what 26, 27, according to the year that we're reviewing stuff. Yeah. So to kind of catch up, Might Mark here, this. we uh we're, we are covering episodes that came out in uh 2011. So just try to put yourself in that mindset that you're 10 years younger at this point. What was you doing in 2011? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what were you doing in 2011? I was two years into the Navy and probably hating life, but (laughs) it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. So only one of those things has changed. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Thanks for bringing that up again. That means he's still in the Navy. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're just going to pretty much like improv it here, but we'll also kind of just like go over this episode. Um, it's, it's a shame that you weren't here like a little bit earlier because we had done uh, the SummerSlam review with Ryan, and that was the event that all of us actually went to. 
a couple of years ago. Uh, it was not a couple of years ago. It all right, was all right. 20 years ago. <laughs> it was 20 years ago. I'm just trying to like, feels like. Even if it's even if this was like actually 2011, it's like 10 years ago. So a couple is not valid, sir. <laughs> Fair enough. Several would be a better word. <laughs> People use couple and several like interchangeably. But no, nah, they're tripping. <laughs> a couple is clearly a two. I get, I agree. Period. But tell them, Mark. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I try to call them out on that. You have to. What about various years? <laughs> yeah, you could argue that. I, 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 I could let that slide. I, I lot out too. I like that. Various okay. years ago. <laughs> I, I know it doesn't You're sound right, right but it's still a sentence. You gotta push the English language to yeah, push beyond. boundaries. Yeah, push it. It's been a delightful couple of years. <laughs> Throw a couple out the window. We. I need you to use a few or higher. Okay. All right. It's been a delightful. No, I can't do it. <laughs> it's, it, it didn't work. He's about to say what? Few. You few. Yeah, I was gonna say few. Yeah. You should have said like. Or how about a plethora of years ago? Ooh. <laughs> you used to use that a lot. That's a good word, man. You know. It is a good. I word. know a dude that used to pronounce it as plethora. plethora. Did you correct him? I tried because this same person used to say accuracy, and I was like, accuracy? Nah, accuracy. You're doing this on purpose, ain't Un- you? Unless it's like. Uh, a different like no they use just filipino oh uh, well, I mean, well, i'm filipino what are you yeah. saying all yeah, filipinos saying talk like, like that no i'm saying like this one was fucking up because <laughs> he can't use it as an excuse like no. nobody says accuracy well i was gonna say kind Any of <laughs> language like you're gonna learn it as accuracy whoever taught you accuracy needs to be dragging up or cut it <laughs> well i was just gonna say kind of like how canadians say different words like with their uh with their I accent I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing yeah, devil, devil's say, advocate they say, here. They say process. Yeah, yeah. And we say process, but uh, it's obviously you could professional. We don't say professional. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't say profitable. You say profitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But English. I think stupid. they're right there. But I'm still gonna say process. Yes, process. Pro- process. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, process. <laughs> So yes, we'll go ahead and uh, get the episode started. But of course, we will do our banter in between. Uh, so this is uh, episode 59. And as we mentioned on the previous episode, we had just gone through WrestleMania 27. So this will finally be a full episode with no promos for WrestleMania. So it's actually like a legit full episode again. That Is uh, this like the first episode of this season that's like that? Yes. <laughs> All the other ones have WrestleMania promos? Yes, because uh, se- season four was uh, still... Season four kind of kicked that off. And then since we kind of went into season five right after that, they were still like hyping up WrestleMania. They didn't take no uh, like, time off, right? It no, just went. They just like... All right, season four is done. Next week, season five. Still talking about WrestleMania, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is pretty much the only episode that we're going to get. That's. I mean, they, they still kind of hype it up, which we'll get to. But um, at least it's not like promoting the event at this point. Did you eat all 90 airheads, though? Uh, I didn't eat all of them, but I did share. Them, OK, like, all right. But, all right. That's fine. But yeah, I like the container that I can just put like napkins inside of it. And you turn into a napkin dispenser? Yeah, pretty much. Because like I used to have just like a random pile here, and it was like messy. But there, it just kind of keeps it all in like <laughs> the in face this. of Larry. <laughs> oh. 
So if you oh, ever need is... one, you can either make uh, it or just buy Airheads, and then I would suggest the. You mean to tell me you want me to go buy a ninety pack of Airheads just so I could turn it into a, a ta- like a napkin dispenser? I see. I see a win-win in this situation because like you're gonna have ninety Airheads, and then you can use it afterwards for like a napkin dispenser. I'm siding with Fernando on this one. <laughs> where you get it from? You got a counter argument for that? I don't. Um, where you get it from? Oh, uh, Amazon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, now I'm siding with Larry on this one. I'm pretty sure you could probably get it at Costco as well. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, you need to tell me with your Amazon Prime membership, you are. <laughs> it's, it's on there. I'm going to get it. <laughs> I'm with that. I, I guess I have to include a photo of this now on the Instagram post. <laughs> Just so be the episode, the, uh, the image for the episode, yeah, so people know what areas. we're talking about. So yeah. I'll, oh my god! I'll definitely include a photo on the Instagram post for this episode. <laughs> well, the weird part: it's ten shy of one hundred. Why would it? Be <laughs> I said the same thing too when I ordered it. I don't know, like. I don't right? know if they're just trying to so scheme us. Odd. There was like an article recently that explained like the whole like hot dog and hot dog bun conundrum as well, but I didn't read it. I should probably follow that up that's on a, that. That sounds like a ploy or a scheme of some sort of a big hot dog bun company. I'm and, pretty sure it is. Oscar Mayer. Yeah, like I would. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Conspiracy theories. Like, think of look into this, guys. I'm, I'm sorry if you came for an episode of NXT because <laughs> that's probably not gonna happen now, but. Uh, Wait. (laughs) So you. you Are you telling me that like hot dog buns and then packs of hot dogs don't come in equal amounts? Never. Never. (laughs) You're going to have to you're going to have to go to Costco now and blow your mind. Like when you when you Since go, we're ch- children. Like yeah. when when we were doing potlucks in Palmasia. Oh yeah, yeah. We were like, okay, bring hot dog buns and you bring hot dogs. All right, I have eight hot dog buns. Yeah, and then there's this six container or yeah, twelve yeah. or however many. There, there's a reason it's, for it, but yeah, I need to read up on this. Probably so you gotta buy uh more of one or the other. So you're always uneven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> scandalous, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, or I remember. maybe like at some point, like say like if they come in like packs of six and four, you got to like do the math. To like make that's it. How, that's Dude, how this they, is a bit. This is a really good bit that I should get into. <laughs> that's how you get down, guys. Yeah, right. Somebody write this. <laughs> All right. He said I'm the hot take, dog. I'm bun. taking. I'm taking credit <laughs> for it. <laughs> the hot dog bun conundrum. There's digit. There's a digital footprint about this conversation too. So if anyone tries to steal it, like Carlos uh, Mencia. <laughs> They can check out this episode. <laughs> I don't even wait. Still none of this material. <laughs> All right. So this episode happened on 5th, uh, 2011 at the Time Warner Cable Arena in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I have, I'm switching it around because when I'm keeping track of like what cities NXT have been to, this is like easier for me to keep track of. Uh, this is also the first time that they've been to Charlotte for NXT. So uh, I forget. The, yeah. So you mean to tell me they did... Uh... Like four whole seasons, never went to short North Carolina. I know, yeah. Probably uh, the SmackDown crew never went, or the SmackDown crew went there, but not the Raw crew, because I think, oh no, vice versa. I think the Raw crew probably went there, but not SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, get, yeah. I get what you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this episode, we'll, we'll kind of go through the, um, the first promo here that was the hot seat trivia. Uh, you want to. Go on your notes here first. Yeah, straight up. So first thing I noticed is that Maurice got bedazzled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this one, she had like these rock, almost looked like onyx stones, even. <laughs> 
What now? What is this? Is like onyx stones or is like pearl? Like black pearls look like uh goddamn little chips of like oil. Yeah, but it was like fresh as hell though. And then um, so what the objective of this like they was gonna ask them a question and they just had to answer it. So they asked them who performed at this at, WrestleMania. At the yeah. WrestleMania just passed. WrestleMania twenty seven and like Darren Young immediately said <laughs> Bret Hart. <laughs> and it was like I don't know if. Was Bret Hart on the card that year? Uh, was no, that that year that he came back and like? I feel like it's either the year before or after uh, mm, when he fought like. So maybe ben. he was justified. Oh, uh, I guess you're right. But it just like came out of left field because he was just like Bret Hart, like with full conviction, <laughs> like, and that fool was like, nah, eh, and like he was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, they essentially just kind of like started uh, rattling off names of all who was there, and then it goes to like Lucky Cannon, <laughs> and this fool was like, hey. Hey, striker, you know where your girlfriend was last night? Because <laughs> I do. And then he's like, what? Not WrestleMania 27. And he's like, you're out of here. So, like, that was dope. Yeah. That's the then from there, I stopped paying attention. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the biggest thing that I caught. And I was like, wow, what a dick. But it was amazing because it was, like, out of pocket, but into character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much they just ended it off where, like, the, the last two had to say, like, name like all the rookies from the previous seasons and they were doing a pretty good job because i think it was titus and uh De- or uh byron that were going back and forth until like titus had said byron again and i think that's where like uh byron saxton was declared the winner that's fair it's a little confusing because they were just like referencing each other at that point so i was like all right who won <laughs> i even got confused at that point mark if i asked you who was at WrestleMania 27? What name would come to your mind first? I have no idea. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Any wrestler, just whoever comes to mind. And we'll just go ahead and see if that person was actually there off our own memories. 2011? Yep. Yeah. John Cena. Ooh, there you You're go. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> he was absolutely there. I'm not, pretty sure. Not only was he there, he was the main event. <laughs> so. that was when he, uh, this is that year where they're getting ready to have The Rock versus Cena the following year, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is the one where... Did The Miz go into WrestleMania as a champ and he come did. out as a champ? He okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that grand entrance. Him and Alex Riley was looking all fabulous. And then uh, John Cena came out and he lost. Because yeah, The Rock yeah. made him lose. He, he's supposed to be the host. How you host WrestleMania and then like make somebody lose in the main event? <laughs> That's messed up. It's like you're supposed to be impartial the whole night. He had this nice like Rock tracksuit. I remember ordering this WrestleMania too. Oh, did you? I did. I remember this. I guess, and I remember being mad because I was like I I guess that that was at the point where we weren't going to Mark's house anymore to get like free favorites. <laughs> so that's a tra- I, transition. This, this right is there. when every by 2011 everything was like they got rid of analog cable. Yeah. And they true. had switched to HD to like combat piracy. <laughs> that still exists though. Somehow piracy like cable well, piracy still exists, right? No, or? well, you know, streaming and all uh, those. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. There's always yeah. a website and people switch websites, but that's interesting how, you know, people always find a way to, to take shit. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Because there was this one website that I was going to to stream all my stuff and they just keep changing their name. I don't even know what the name is no more, but it's the same website. Yeah. Like yeah. In, back in the day, it was G2G dot like oh, something. Oh, yeah. See, you remember that one? <laughs> yeah. And then it became like something with a V. And I think it's something with an X. No, not with an X, because it's like porn usually. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was like a V or something. Like that. Anything with an X is always like X rated. You're like, oh. When it's be like the best websites. Like if I had a comic book 
like website the stream, but like X Comics. <laughs> be like, what's this? You get all the wrong traffic coming in. Ooh, X Comics, and this is regular Marvel stuff. And they're like, oh, never mind. Well, what about the X Men? <laughs> Ooh, X Men. Huh? I mean, they could be X Men parodies. They could be that's true. X Factor parodies. Not on my website. <laughs> if I got X Comics, they're just gonna be regular comic books. But I just want that X in the title to make it trendy. But I then, mean, you'll definitely get foot traffic, or I should I should say traffic in general on the website. <laughs> having the wrong web is brandished. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I think we probably went to yeah your house for like the longest time because we would go for probably just the WWE stuff, but I know Ryan would go for like everything. He went for like ECW pay per views, uh, yeah. WCW <laughs> ones. So he went to your house a lot. Yeah, he was family, so he was he had that pass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want to record it. I want to record it for my dad. Oh yeah, he did. He, he, he would he always, always record. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always had that, and I mean, yeah, he his dad would watch that. So gangster. That's right. I, I hella forgot always that. new material for his dad to watch, and 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 also like that's something he he just did. Yeah, uh, a win win, yo. Yeah, he loved wrestling, and he, he he his dad loved wrestling as well. Yeah, that's so crazy. I hella forgot about that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after this, then we go into the first matchup here. No entrances. We get uh, Jacob Novak going up against Connor O'Brien. Uh, this one was um, this was interesting, and I forgot to check it, but I think you. You and I had the same notes here where on commentary, they had mentioned that Connor had already been a, a 10 year veteran. Um, I guess that makes sense. Maybe he kind of like started out in developmental around the same year as like Cena in like 2000 and then probably just kept working on the on the indies at that point. Yeah. I mean, you know, like by 20. Sure. He just like hit it. Yeah. It's probably just one of those kind of stories where he just hit the main mm-hmm. and then just been on the independent scene for like forever. I never heard of dude. But yeah, then, like yeah. back in the day, it was harder to like know who was in the independence and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like what? Man, I don't know what this means, bro. All I know is APW. <laughs> what do you mean? You're yeah. not APW, but you're still in the Indies. Where is that? ROH. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At that point, ROH I think also started in 2002. So, yeah, it's been um, it's been a while. Uh, I had it in this part where Connor did like. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think people do this nowadays where they kind of do like that spin hold with their arm and then transition into like a submission. I feel like they did that a lot during this era, but I don't really see it a lot in modern wrestling. I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, that's that's like uh, that's just a, a lack of, of chain wrestling. Fun yeah, so yeah, you're like right. Not yeah. a lot of people really chain like that no more. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, like it's it's chain wrestling actually is something that's super basic. That I feel like dudes should really utilize a lot more in matches instead of just going straight to bumping. Yeah, yeah. Because you could chain wrestle for like a good three, four, even five minutes sometimes, and maybe take like one to two bumps and still look really good to kind of like preserve yourselves. Yeah. And then kind of stretch it into a match. Because what? This match wasn't even that long. They could have chain wrestled for like a minute. Yeah, yeah. And you know, what would be good examples of chain wrestling? Good chain wrestlers, I think, who start matches off, they used to start. Like chain wrestling would be like your your regals, mm-hmm. your um, your angles. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. angles for sure. Uh, Malinkos, your Malinkos, your uh, your Benoit's. He was a good chain wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, Guerrero too. Yeah, and then your hearts. Oh yeah, yeah, the hearts. All of them. Yeah, even like the ones that probably didn't even wrestle for that long. I bet you they could chain wrestle their asses off like yeah. for hours. So it comes from the school or it's fundamentals like, um, of the... Yeah, because like all wrestlers know how to chain wrestle. It's just that they just get 
away from it, depending on, I think, what their character is or just like kind of the story they're trying to convey. Because most of the time, like you won't see big guys chain wrestle, but they know how. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, most recently, like they would have those matches where like Braun Strowman and like the big show would be doing like oh, yeah, yeah. headlocks on each other and like arm drags. And it's like, oh, my God, y'all finna shake the whole ring down. <laughs> but it's like, oh, you can chain wrestle. So it's like, oh, yeah. you guys can roll a little bit. And it's supposed to be impressive, but it's like it's really not because you're not bumping. You're just kind of rolling around a little bit. Because you're both helping each other up. Because even Connor did this too, where like he did like a drop toe hold, but then as soon as he made uh, his opponent fall, he transitioned. Yep. In. You do that drop toe hold, and then you like roll over. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. either you hold their leg back and do like almost like a half Indian death lock, mm-hmm. or you go from there and then you rotate to like the little headlock from there and you bury your head, and start talking to him for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah All right, yeah. man, start getting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks of the trade right there. <laughs> hey, hey, all right, kids, start getting up. <laughs> uh, somehow whoever leading the match always calls the other guy kid oh yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah. matter how old they are it's alright kid it's like bro I'm older than you <laughs> Fine, hey, like, come on do you have experience in this I do <laughs> like, hold on bro I'm older than you what are you doing <laughs> like <laughs> wait what that would be do like do you counter argue during the match when you say that you're like I, I during training it'd be fun oh, like, oh, what yeah, are we yeah, talking about you yeah. trying to like you try to do the thing where you're hiding, talking to each other, but since it's so quiet in training, like you could you could hear it, and then they're just like, "Why y'all even whispering?" <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna work at like the meat pebble. <laughs> like, you're gonna hear every single thing that people are. That's that was that was the benefit to having masks though, because didn't people oh, couldn't right. see your mouth? All right, but, like I don't really understand how like. Dudes like Stone Cold Steve Austin were so good at it because he's bald headed. He didn't even had the hair to like hide behind. Uh, so it yeah, just yeah. That's true. All right. Just, <laughs> maybe a bigger beard or maybe I, he didn't goatee, have a bigger beard. Like you just kind of like bury your head and like stuff like this. Better, well, he's a good ventriloquist. <laughs> hey, be. if wrestlers could do ventriloquism, <laughs> player, like, you're tired. <laughs> you wouldn't even need to like, like do that because then you could just, just like shoot your voice out the ring or something like that. <laughs> instant job at that point you're pretty much set for like career co- or uh, pr- promo coach for the rest of your Man, life like you'll be if your valet was a ventriloquist he would just like dude, yeah, yeah. be over here but he's talking to you over here and shit like, i think i think we found people's like side gig at that point hey man you could do anything in transition to be a professional wrestler like, pretty much yeah somehow apparently you could be an irs agent a millionaire <laughs> A Mountie, a cop. There's even a, a dentist. There's even a jujitsu guy who's like uh, Arturo. Oh uh, yeah, Arturo Ruiz or yeah, something like he's that. He's like a jujitsu guy, like a legit jujitsu. And he transitioned to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Same thing with um, yeah. what's her name? Uh, Tay Conti. I think she yeah, did yeah, judo or something like that. Wow. And she pretty as hell too. So mm-hmm. it's like, how did you go from being pretty as hell? To hella good at jujitsu and in professional wrestling, yeah, well, yeah. there's no money in jujitsu or judo. That's fair. There, now we got <laughs> now, now we got the legit ah, uh, explanation. Now, <laughs> unless you do like MMA, right? Like, yeah, but even there, it's who wants there's to get, no money. Who wants to get knocked out? You know, that's true. It's I'd like rather Rob. get fake knocked out than and get paid the same amount. That's true. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, fair. there's both injuries in both, but what do you really want? You know. As a jujitsu person, and then especially too, because then you could probably like, like with judo, you could get all these like magnificent throws that you wouldn't get on a mm. normal person because they're mm. gonna jump with you. So right. it's like extra cool. It's like, whoa, yeah, that's true. yeah, bam. It's, ooh, that'd be tight. We need more uh, judokas in professional wrestling. Yeah, we do. Like good ones that could transition into it. Because I can't think of too many wrestlers that like had a judo background and then they like excelled and got hella good. 
like just at of, professional wrestling. Just think of Taz. Oh, Taz did do judo, right? Yeah, yeah. Did he really do judo? I didn't say that. That well, Ryan would tell me he did judo. And then <laughs> All right, I'm with it. And, but but a lot, when I look back at some of his rest, his wrestling holds and his throws, yeah, Three. it looked like he had some he had some experience. Oh, there we go. All right, yeah. validation, baby. That's what go. we do with our guests. They're gonna validate us somehow. Exactly. Uh, Connection. <laughs> so in the closing sequence, then we had uh, Jacob Novak going for the big boot in the corner. But then Connor moved out of the way and hit him with what? The most dangerous move in <laughs> NXT WWE history. The roll-up. The roll-up. <laughs> the roll-up wins more matches on television than any other move, bro. Like, Statistically, can that be verified? Or yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure we could. Like, <laughs> we, we get at least like two roll-ups on Raw like, every week. We, well, I'm learning a lot. Just on this podcast alone, we're about 138 <laughs> matches in. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like a good 50% of them have been by... by, by, I, by if you said how many matches? 138 matches? Probably yeah. like 90 of them hoes ended by like, <laughs> uh, like roll up, schoolboy, small package, variation oh, okay, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. If we one factor all like, those in. Yeah. One of those simple pins where you have like catch the person off guard and they're just like, uh, 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 three. <laughs> and then they kick out mad. They do that in NXT all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, he got him with the roll up. One, two. And then they like three and they kick out at the end. Like, oh, I can't believe you got me. And it's like, come on, dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he was saving up that special the whole time. <laughs> Unleashed his roll up on you, fool. You tripping. <laughs> all right. Danger. <laughs> so uh, I'll kind of skim through this. Uh, backstage promo here and then i'll let you take the second matchup uh we had uh lucky cannon maurice and uh yoshitatsu in in uh in a backstage segment here pretty much it was kind of out of character because lucky cannon was like apologizing to yoshitatsu and then he was saying like oh uh there's maurice over there you should really you know shoot your shot pretty much at this point point. <laughs> uh, so it seemed kind of out of character because these guys have been like having a, a rivalry the last he was, he was like you know what man i just want to apologize <laughs> uh you know i'm sorry he said some other stuff and he's like you know i was talking to maurice oh yeah 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 <laughs> i think she likes you yeah <laughs> and he goes and like yoshitatsu's just looking at him like <laughs> <laughs> and he's like really and he's like yeah there she goes over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks at her. He gets like psyched up too because he goes, <gasps> and he like walks over there and it was all a facade because she had no, no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know why I enjoyed this segment so much. It was, it was a good segment because <laughs> and then, like Ted DiBiase Jr. comes over there, comes out of nowhere and like beats the dog hell out of him. <laughs> like I forgot how buff he was or maybe like Yoshitatsu is pretty skinny because he's a skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. Baby Yossi came out of her looking like extra buff. He had like zero neck. He was looking like baby Lesnar <laughs> came out. He beat him up and then he goes and Maurice was like talking all that stuff to her. He's like, look, man, you need to relax. I got a match with this fool. Come on out. Follow me if you want to keep all that expensive stuff I've been buying for you. All them purses, all them shoes, all that expensive dining, all of that. Come on, let's go. And he took off and she was like, hmm. but then she followed him anyway. Like, okay, here I come, daddy. <laughs> Pretty much that and like that it kind of explains the bejeweled like microphone. I don't really think about it. 
<laughs> so he's paying for all of that, really. All of that stuff. And then, like, what? He's just Ted DiBiase Jr. So that means, like, Teddy Sr. is really paying for all that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you look at the hierarchy, yeah, you got to look at, like, the inheritance, all of it. This is all, this is all Teddy Sr. money. That's all the million dollar title. That's all him, baby. He didn't do nothing. He was just born. He didn't do nothing. His theme song said it. I come from money. Oh, he gave us the tools right there, man. He told us he wasn't lying. And he just bagged the baddest chick on the block. That's. All and then he true. just had the paper to just, you know, and then she's all like stereotypically foreign and bougie. Nah, so like yeah, yeah. it just only made it even worse that she was French. You get away with this in 2011. You can't do this in 2021. Yeah. France will have our heads. <laughs> France better not be listening to this episode right now. Those Americans. <laughs> what about French Canadians? Do they count? Yeah, French Canadians. Do they count? You know what? Marisa's French Canadian, actually. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, she looks. So, look, so now she's extra stereotypical for like two different types of connect, like French people. So, like, <laughs> French Canada and France, France will have our ass for this dude. Yeah. And our airheads. <laughs> Not the airheads. <laughs> Anything but the airheads. Man, and then we get our, uh, what is this? The second match of the night, right? Yes. We get, uh, it's actually a tag team match. We get a pro rookie combination of Hornswoggle and Titus O'Neill. And uh, versus Ooh, Chavo, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Chavo Guerrero, Darren Young, Young Chavito. <laughs> you know what? Like, uh, I think Chavo Guerrero made a, a good career for himself. Like overall, he never really achieved like super like you, you like know single success or nothing like that. But just like coming from the Guerrero family and you know knowing how close he was with Eddie and like how much he kind of like kept himself going after that. Like hats off the travel for sure. I, I was gonna mention something because I know Mark was. Uh, did you did you end up watching Glow? I can't remember if you did the the, uh, the show. Probably just the first season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Chavo uh, eventually shows up. I don't remember if he shows up on season one or season two, but he was actually like the wrestling consultant on top of. I like, remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's that. like uh, it was really cool because he just did that um, after he left WWE. Uh-huh. So he ended up just becoming kind of like a. I I don't know if he made like an official business out of it consulting he, yeah like a consultant of just doing for for various shows and movies mm-hmm. so it was like uh glow and then he did a couple other like uh wrestling shows and movies so yeah it's really cool that he was able to kind of transition and use all that experience to like benefit him as like a as a side gig mm-hmm. are there new guerreros in wrestling mm, maybe in like uh, the triple a and uh cmll promotions but i don't know about like here in the states or or anywhere else huh. i i would have to look it up okay. the, the last person in america for like the guerrero family was like uh eddie's daughter shaw yeah shaw. shaw guerrero and then uh aiden english since like he's married to to her um yeah but, he just popped up in impact yeah 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 and then yeah chavo's now in aew as well so uh but yeah i, I thought that was really cool that like he was Pretty much able to transition and, and do all those things so there's money in that like yeah, yeah being like almost like a wrestling consultant because then like what steven amell got his own little wrestling oh, yeah, show yeah. that's out on stars so i can't watch it so i gotta pirate it we're <laughs> 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 looping back <laughs> full circle conversation there uh and then what he could probably do stuff for I don't know, like video games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, make sure that move is a little bit like that. Like yeah. they could, they could have a field day with like Tekken him, like yeah, king all like precise <laughs> moves. Uh, man, what else could Chavo do? Like as a consultant, movies, whatever movies got mm-hmm. like wrestling in it and stuff like that. Okay, there you go, Chavito. Yeah. Um. So we gets back into the match. Uh, I thought uh, Darren Young 
he had some cool trunks, but at the same time, they almost looked like Randy Orton's trunks because they had like that kind of like random tribal mm-hmm. pattern on it. And I was like, oh, you like you be a tag team. A cool. lot of a lot of people had like those tribal trunks. Oh, it was douchey at the time when everybody had like the tribal and like the Ed Hardy shirts and stuff like that. It <laughs> <laughs> was all in. Um, I feel like every time I see like Darren Young and Titus wrestle, Titus like cleans his clock with a clothesline. And that happened kind of like in the beginning of this match. He like kind of ripped his head off a little bit. It was real dope. Yeah. Um, at some point we get a, a nice drop kick from young Chavo. Uh then we get Hornswoggle tagged in to kind of like engage in some like uh crowd nonsense. You know, he was calling out um man, who was he asking for the tag for? He wanted Oh, uh he wanted uh he wanted young in the Yeah, ring. he wanted young in yeah, the, he in the was matchup. Like, no, not you because you know Hornswoggle don't talk, so he just like man, man, man. He like point he hasn't learned how to talk yet. <laughs> Terrible in this part. Terrible. So like we get him in there and he kinda like uh, you know comes in there and does his thing and he runs between his legs and goes to get the hot tag on Titus mm-hmm. and Titus like starts like tearing up young again so it's like we get a, a big power slam now it's dope yeah did his thing and um, at some point we get a big heavy clothesline from young he's like look bro I'm tidy clothesline to me <laughs> took his head off Hornswoggle goes to bite Chavito and then uh, an offensive flurry from young on Titus like he starts like clobbering him like yep I'm about to finish him and then it's like Rick he took off to the ropes and walked into a clash of the Titus for the one, two, three. Nice. Yeah, I um, I thought this was an interesting matchup just because this is the first time Hornswoggle wrestled on NXT. And you can tell like the crowd was behind him just because, you know, he's like Hornswoggle and just like a, a fan favorite overall. Uh, so everything that he did in this matchup pretty much just got like the crowd behind him. So... On paper, it wasn't like the most technical matchup, but when you kind of factor in crowd participation and just like the entertainment factor, I would say probably this is one of like the most standout matches from more of the recent episodes, you know? Did Hornswoggle ever have a heel turn? Kind of, but it didn't last long when he was like doing the whole like three man band thing. And then he was trying to go heel because he was like up against... uh, Torito, the little Torito. Oh, El Torito. El Torito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, no, I think it was El Toro. It was Toro. He had an he had an English name, and then they had Spanish names. The oh, tag okay, team. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So and yeah, he was, he was just like Toro. So he was kind of a heel then, but you know, people were still cheering him on. Oh, okay, because I'm about to say that's mean, bro. You can't have like a, a heel little person and you have him getting booed and stuff. Like that. It's yeah. mean. But I guess if he's like the the bad little person versus the other good one, then it's like you got to have a good guy and bad guy regardless. Yeah. So I can't be mad at that. I yeah. Can't be mad at that at all. Um, so after that, then we get the final <laughs> WrestleMania promo. I like your note here, like leave, leave me alone, <laughs> WrestleMania promo. <laughs> uh, so this is yeah the one where Rock and Cena are uh, pretty much going face to face, and then they kind of make the epic challenge of facing each other at next year's WrestleMania, setting them up, and of course we get the core coming out and getting jobbed out by uh, by both guys. So, um. That's all I pretty much got on that because they I, had two R's. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the core had two R's, man. The core. The core. Uh, so after that, we head into our main event for the matchup. As we mentioned earlier, it was going to be Ted DiBiase Jr. Is that Ezekiel Jackson that was in that group? It was. So it was uh, Jackson, uh, <laughs> Keith Slater, Justin Gabriel, and uh, Wade Barrett. It was such a random team. Well, it, they had Ahmed Johnson too in that group. <laughs> nice. 
It was, Big Zeke. It, was, it was a short, short run at that Come point. Come on, <laughs> let's go. And then we get into the uh, the last match in the evening. We get young Teddy DiBiase Jr. versus Big Yoshi Tatsu, who's actually not really that big. So <laughs> Big Yoshi Tatsu. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, uh, a little background on Yoshi Tatsu. Like his, I guess he was like the man in Japan. Like in New oh, Japan, yeah, yeah. Yoshi Tatsu was that guy. It was like a big deal for them to sign him at the time. And then they, you know. Was, I think he's still a big deal now. Actually. Yeah, no, yeah, he yeah. went back home and he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're still a big deal. He's like, yes, of yeah. course. Um, starting off the match, I feel like the the most of the offense that came from uh, Tatsu was in the beginning. Yeah. With like a flurry of some punches and stuff. And he got him with a spin wheel kick. Yeah, and I think when it, that was, that's his move from the top rope, right? He like jumps hit the spin wheel. Yeah, so he just he just did like a regular one. Yeah, just so. a regular, you know, like edge and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a lucha move, but uh, you know, I got in my notes. He was a big deal in Japan, uh, and then from from that point, pretty much DiBiase just kind of like goes ham on him. Yeah, uh, he takes over. Um, he got him with a flying double stomp from like second rope. Oh yeah, yeah. stepping on him and stuff like that. Goddamn, uh, Todd Kyle. Uh, I caught a note in there where they were both of the commentators was kind of like making jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Todd said something that was like almost like a haiku. And he's like, "Ha! I just made a haiku." <laughs> he said, "I made a haiku." I was like, "Wait a minute, haiku is a wrestler. Dog. It's a haiku." Haiku, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> and then uh. And then, so all of this, while this is happening, like, Ted DiBiase Jr. is beating this dude, like, senseless. Like, he's just dogging, beating him up on the ring, left, right, up and down the corners. Gets to a point where, like, the ref's doing is, like, you know, the four count, where he's, like, beating him up a corner, beating him up a corner, and then he gets to five. And mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Tatsu wins by DQ. Little Teddy get all mad. And then uh, he keeps like beating him down after. Keeps beating him up. And then Maurice grabs a microphone and she starts talking to him in French. To which I'm thinking she might be cussing him out, like, "Hey man, leave that guy alone. He didn't do nothing to you. I I don't just love you for the money. I love NXT too." And then Teddy Jr. was like, "Well, look, all right, you're gonna have to make a choice, woman." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to be fly with all this expensive stuff hanging out with Ted DiBiase Jr. hanging out me and my daddy on fly ass yachts and doing all this fly stuff you want to be a fly girl you want to be the best you want to be that bad chick you have to make a choice <laughs> me or NXT and then he storms off and he gives her a week to uh, to make oh, that yeah. she, she gets a week to realize if she wants to be like, I guess a host on NXT <laughs> or, or ha- be balling with him <laughs> So she's got some some thinking and some explaining to do coming up. I think I think it's like my number one question for Mark. It's like, do you like how in wrestling they they're always given a week's choice <laughs> or like to a, make the most important choice of your life? You have one week. Coincidentally, for the next episode of like Raw or SmackDown, like they get all right. You got one week until <laughs> they'll never ask for two. Like. Or movie. or even like oh we can like discuss this after this like it's a personal matter like the custody of my own child like we can talk about this not you, on the air you get one week to realize if Dominic is your son <laughs> I mean that's, that's a good tool and I mean a cliffhanger you know what they how else would you do it you just I, say well, two look, weeks I take that same in thing. a fortnight you have. <laughs> 
a choice to make. <laughs> what? what about, do we take that same concept and apply it to your own job? What if your boss was just like, look, man, you got a week to realize if you want to know if you want to want to be at this company or you want to work somewhere else. But then, like, what? Are you going to supervise? Maybe you should start bringing this tool to hey, the business world, to the tech bro, industry. Especially, especially in modern days where you have to do everything on Zoom, you have to do this on Zoom with the rest of like your coworkers watching. <laughs> Like, I think this is a good skit <laughs> that you guys should bring into the corporate world. I think it's. A I'm gonna start telling my tool. clients, look, bro, you got one week <laughs> to get back to me with this renewal. We're cutting off your whole like access to the site, man. One week to choose. It's either me <laughs> or your or renewal. One week, and then like. That ultimatum comes. They can't talk to you in between. <laughs> no, they can't talk to you. They, no nuance. No, no gray area. Everyone has to tune in and like join the meeting exactly. <laughs> I mean, at hell the same people time. in a Zoom meeting. Like, <laughs> oh man, well, all right, we got everybody here. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> on, a spot. on the spot in front of everybody. What do you say? <laughs> you know what? To hell with this contract. <laughs> I think that would, that would definitely make the world a bit more exciting. I think hey, should, a little bit more decisive try. too, bro. Like, get straight to the meat and potatoes every time. You're gonna dating and everything, but girl, you got one week to decide. That's yeah. how you get reality. I actually TV even right like there. that even better. Just bring it to the dating world. You know, that'd be pretty good in Tinder dates and stuff. It's like you got one week to decide if we're going out again. It's either me or you're swiping the other way. I'm out of here. I'm tired of this ghosting. Yeah, mic drop and like your theme music. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Everyone has a random theme song now. <laughs> All right. So that, uh, yeah, so she has a week. <laughs> and that will close out the episode. Uh, so I'll kind of go through my fun facts here. There's there's actually a couple in this one. So yeah, fun facts? Uh, so, yeah, both uh, Hornswoggle and Chavo Guerrero make their in-ring debut on NXT. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, we get the return of Ted DiBiase Jr. Th- this is probably the most fun fact of all the fun facts. So because of the, the finish of the main event, this is only the second DQ so far in uh, in all the matches that we've covered so far on NXT. And coincidentally, both of them have been done by Teddy Biasi. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. What so, a poor sport. Uh, so the first time he did it was back on episode 45 up against Byron Saxton, where he also got disqualified. Uh, we just hit the 12 hour mark on the grand total matches. So out of 58 episodes, we've only had 12 hours of actual wrestling. And Titus O'Neil has, in, has increased his undefeated streak for this season to 4-0. and oh. And so, he beat like uh, Darren Young twice already or something? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen that uh, clash of the Titus. He takes it the best too. He does, yeah. That's why they do it. Can I beat you again this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make it look, look good. Yeah, I got you, bro. It's going to look great. <laughs> Alrighty, so we'll go ahead and get into our scores for this episode. Uh, for this one, I ended up giving commentary and matches a solid three, just because yeah, we got way more matches. I thought the commentary team, you know, not as uh, not as uh, you know psychological compared to the last episode, but I, I still think that they did a good job. 
And yeah, I, I think I enjoyed the, the matches, even though like I really wish Yoshi and Ted kind of had like a, a standard full length match because I know both guys can go. So I think that's where I lowered it a little bit or else I would have given it like a 3.5. But overall, I think like I'm glad that, that we had like at least three matches on this episode, you know? I feel it. Um, I went. What did I go? Where I went? I went three for for matches. I went uh, three due to the number of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DQ, although humorous, was like pretty short. Yeah. And then uh, the other two, where I, I feel like were standard affairs. So your boy went three, and then for production and entertainment, I actually just uh, edited my score to go a little bit higher because I feel like the intro- the reintroduction of Ted DiBiase was <laughs> was uh, uh, probably the high point of the episode for me as it was the thing that I remembered the most mm, in mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah, so uh, I went three and a half for oh, nice. production and entertainment, mainly because of like the entertainment factor that the young Teddy brought to the game for this episode and his like trials and tribulations with Maurice. Yes. That ongoing relationship, budding relationship <laughs> at that. Nice. Uh, I pretty much echoed you there where I also gave it a 3.5. Uh, pretty much for the same reasons too. I, I think, yeah, the the continuation of this, I, I forgot to mention there was one segment here backstage where uh, Vladimir and JTG were talking to each other about like how boring like their their rookies were so i think they have like a side bet that they're trying to make like both of their like superstars like flashy on the next episode so we'll see what happens there but at least they're kind of like spring like those little storylines in between as well so i think overall i kind of like that they're doing that on top of like yeah this new maurice yoshitatsu lucky cannon and ted diviasi storyline that there's uh there's some stuff brewing on top of like all these matches so like yeah, I, I I gave it to productions, uh, and bookings, and at that I point. think maybe we just excited to have a full episode too. Yeah, so. <laughs> as, as opposed to listening to like the like, WrestleMania yeah, theme like, every every week. What is what is this? This is written in the it's stars? still written in the stars. Uh, <laughs> there, there's another one, but I forget what it was. But yeah, written in the stars was like the main miles away. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so with our combined score, we gave this episode Captain a Planet 3.3, which I think is going back to the standard because, yeah, the last couple of episodes have been in the twos since it was mostly the WrestleMania. I tried to do that math in my head and got 3.25, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it'll it'll kind of add up there, so. We also kind of round these off, too, so. Or at least the, the algorithm. F these algorithms, bro. (laughs) Hold up. That will do it for this episode. And on the next episode, we actually get uh, Yoshitatsu back into the main event. But he's going to go up against Lucky Cannon. So it'll be good to kind of see where this storyline continues on from there. And if uh, I, I would imagine we also get the the answer from Reese at this point as well, like what, what she's going to end up picking. So Ooh. Uh, I think we're just going to have to fly Mark back out here so he can also find out. He <laughs> only gets weak. The, the, the exciting conclusion of the storyline. <laughs> Come back next week. If anything, man, we got to stay strict to our guns. <laughs> All right. All righty. So that will close out the episode. But yeah, uh, I, I figure we can just like, jibber jabber here i I don't know what the the right terminology is but um yeah like we've 
pretty much how you mentioned earlier in the episode of known Mark for various years. <laughs> there you go. A long, a, a long time. As we say in the Bay Area, hell, a hell of a long time. How about various decades? Various decades? Okay, I, I can I can roll with that one. Mm-hmm. It's nice vague enough, but it still implies that it's hell long because you can't just throw out decades like that. Yeah. <laughs> Four score. <laughs> various decades ago, you guys met in a underwater explosion <laughs> is this like a marvel movie yeah, straight up it was like uh i'm gonna imagine it too watch this you guys met it was like bubbles underwater a crack just kind of separated the earth and then two like uh what are them little things amoebas swam out and then you motherfuckers made your way to land and like grew into people and this was various decades ago <laughs> and then you like evolved into what you are now and then you met in school that evolution cycle is <laughs> extremely fast I think the and fastest boom, I've ever seen kindergarten <laughs> wow time, time of date kindergarten <laughs> circa 1991 yep it was uh, it was straight from amoebas to kindergarten so you guys are actually test tube babies mm. Sorry to break it to you on air, but <laughs> surprise. Do we have like a week to decide? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. There's no verification. It's just we accept this as truth now. Yeah, I'm going to show up with like a briefcase with like, it's going to say raw on the top. It's going to have hella words and it's going to need a signature at the bottom. So a very elaborate hoax that you're going to have to, you're going to have to print a picture pictures and documents. <laughs> I feel, I feel just put that, uh, documents. I'm going to put that, uh, that like, that, like filler text that be Latin, it would say like lorem ipsum. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, gonna say yeah, that yeah. all through it. And I'm like, I need your signature at the bottom. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You could put wingdings as well. It could be anything. I, <laughs> I feel like it'll be letterhead. <laughs> it'll be a thing where like I sign it in like in a heelish way, and as a, as Mark is about to sign it, then like I uh, hear like there goes Ryan. He's gonna give somebody a bloody lip and like make it sign it in blood. Now and then he's like, "Now this is a three-way, <laughs> three-way <laughs> dance." It's like for what? <laughs> Evolution? <laughs> one week to, to, to like accept his terms, and we just keep going in this like one week cycle of getting further and further of like the actual issue. And it was like the fact that this fool ordered ninety airheads off of Amazon. <laughs> this guy keeps going, and that's how you write a screenplay. <laughs> Boom! Put that in that. Put that in your ass and smoke it. Uh, did we end the episode no we have not <laughs> I was just gonna ask like when uh, when Mark's last memory of like watching wrestling was and then we went into like a, a movie tangent <laughs> I'm sorry it's okay <laughs> this is the tangent well part I went of it. to go see you guys came to visit me in Houston oh, and that's I, guess right. I got to see Royal Rumble over there that was the last park. time yeah. so, that's true. Be- before then it was a, we also went to, you guys also visited me <laughs> for a wrestling event. We did. So, All right, I, I guess one thing I, you, is that you guys visit me, but there's also a wrestling event. Like, you're always killing, killing two birds with one there was stone. One time, there was one time we went where there wasn't, like, a thing. But we found some wrestling when we went. That's oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the wrestling, the wrestling wasn't, like, what the, brought us out there. Yeah, it just it so happened the, that we found some. Like, oh, let's go watch the, this wrestling in this, uh. Like behind a bar? Was it in a parking lot? In yeah. the parking lot of a bar, yeah. <laughs> they had it like all fenced off too, which was kind of kind of weird. Dude, but. I was remember I was, me and Fernando were talking about this and I'm like, man, is heckling allowed? And then Jamie hit the the skinniest wrestler with like oh, a yeah. really he she roasted him bad and I'm like, oh that 
I heard his feelings. And, and, you looked on his face, and the whole crowd laughed, and I'm like, ooh. And I, I remember, like, we were saying, like, his girlfriend was probably, like, next to us. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, and it, it was. It was his girlfriend. Like, he's like, I bet you that's your boy. He's, he was like, I bet you that's boy. Uh, who, or, or he, I think he said, whose girlfriend do you think that is? And yeah. he pointed, he was like, it's probably, uh, it's probably him. <laughs> Lo and behold, that fool came by her, like, gave her a kiss or something. It was like, by golly. Yeah, that's right. Spot on. <laughs> because it's, it's kind of roasting him. It's kind of like wrestling 101 where you're just like, well, this is obviously someone, like, either family or like a spouse or whatever because like if that's the only person cheering you on and like because i think there was only what maybe like 20 people there in total then yeah it, it was kind of easy to spot somebody it's good that they have a scene at all you know oh, but, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. but it's houston's a huge it's fourth biggest city so i'm glad they have something right and yeah. you guys are saying booker t has a school down there as well yep. yeah so yeah. pretty sure houston has a whole bunch of stuff i mean i think what booker t has reality of wrestling is this still called reality or wrestling? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it might I, be some. I and mean, what did we watch when we were down there? It was like Texas Wrestling Association. Did I make that up? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would have to. And then and then it's like TWA. No, no, I, no, that was a uh, what was what was a uh, Shawn Michaels thing? Oh, uh, that was the TWA, wasn't it? It was something Academy. I remember there was like Academy in Texas there. Wrestling. South Texas, San Antonio, HBK Academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that Heartbra- might have been that. Uh, the Heartbreak Academy? Yeah, something like no that. No way. <laughs> it's not, a- he's not that arrogant. But yeah, it's the Heartbreak <laughs> Academy. That actually sounds pretty good, though. Heartbreak, heartbreak Academy. Academy. I, I'll, I'll look it Nobody up. Nobody passes. <laughs> Nothing but a heartbreak. <laughs> Before no. you're about to get it, you just <laughs> <in> super kick. <laughs> mm, heartbreak Academy. Thanks for your tuition. Get out. <laughs> what? Uh, Mr. Michaels, he, my he, he asked me to come into the office today he opened the door he just bam <laughs> get out of here give me your money check it out <laughs> bounce you out of here buddy dang oh man all right all righty well uh thanks again for joining us on this improv uh three person this is our this is actually our first like three person in studio recording as well so it was uh it was an oh, honor. Oh yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, it was an honor having you here because I think we've only done it with Ryan, but that was through uh through video. So yeah, it's an honor. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah buddy. Well um pleasure to have you, bro. Well next time you're here we'll kinda let you watch something before. <laughs> but, Give you uh, some more context. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think you provide us some background on the uh on the judo there. So so Thank you, sir. Yes. Validation always works. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, usually at this point too, we kind of give people things to plug if you wanted to, to plug anything as well. No, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you can catch Mark doing uh, headlining stand-up in uh, Spring, Texas. There you <laughs> go. In, in the next five years, <laughs> yeah, may- maybe along the along those lines. That's a good timeline, actually. Yeah, five well, years. actually, let's let's times Various. that by. <laughs> Let's give that an exponent. Various years. Various years, <laughs> Various years from now. <laughs> You heard you heard him here, so like if when people know, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he was on that one podcast." <laughs> yeah, man, he said it was gonna be various years. That he was gonna make he it. actually made it. Wow, it's just a long time. We just start like uh, wearing shirts that say "various," <laughs> <laughs> various years. Like what? 
Alrighty, well, that will do it for us. Uh, and this is your boy, Nando Kid. And your boy, uh, Mr. Delish. I'll take your freak bitch and make her seat squish, Larry Cannon. <laughs> and our special guest, you already know who it is. If you know you didn't know who it was, you're going to learn who it is today. The one and only, never going down the street, never hanging with the freaks, always beating the streets one by one never with a gun always holding them for ransom never with the radish only weapons I brandish Mark Swaggle thank you that was great and we will see you next time take care